Hello, it's Bill Bonner here, and this is Monday, the 26th of August, 2019, at Bill Bonner's podcast. The Dow fell hard on Friday, and futures tell us it will fall again this morning, at least at the open. The proximate cause of unease in the markets is the fear that Donald Trump has gone full retard. Yes, dear reader, we may be wrong about Donald Trump after all. Instead of being the cynical, canny, conniving, calculating self-promoter we took him for, he could turn out to be an honest, earnest, world-improving jackass. And the trade war is beginning to seem less like the fake war we supposed it to be and more like a messianic crusade ginned up by a true believer. Last week, POTUS told the world that he is the chosen one to deal with the China issue, whatever the issue is. Then he tweeted a proclamation. Henceforth, American businesses are ordered to withdraw from China and they shall have no truck with the Middle Kingdom unless and until, of course, their lobbyists have an end with the administration. Then over the weekend, Mr. Trump let fly that he had regrets about his China trade war. The press corps was shocked. This was the first time Mr. Trump had shown a little hint of doubt or reflection, but a White House press secretary quickly clarified that the president regrets not having hit the Chinese harder. One of the remarkable features of modern American democracy is that a president may win with the support of only about a third of adults. But then he feels entitled to tell the other two-thirds what to do. Back in the days of kings and queens, a monarch justified his power by claiming a divine right given to him by God. Now he asserts a more profane source of power, a majority vote. On the evidence, the chosen ones of democracy are no better leaders than the accidents of birth that gave us the Sun King, Louis XIV, for example, or Mad King Ludwig of Bavaria. Venezuela elected its nutty government. Argentina's recent election led to an immediate 50% drop in stock prices. Hitler won with 44% of the popular vote in 1932. Trump got 46% in 2016. The chance of birth gave us King Charles VI of France, who refused to bathe and believed he was made of glass and Ferdinand I of Austria, who reportedly never opened his mouth except to ask for dumplings. But the ballot box gave us George W. Bush. In an apparent revenge for an attack on the buildings in New York City, he started a $5 trillion war against a country that had nothing to do with it. As far as we know, the voters have never rejected a candidate because he was too stupid, too ignorant, or too malevolent, Instead, they are like the turkeys voting to make Thanksgiving a national holiday. They get what they've got coming. Nor does there seem to be any limit to the zany and murderous mischief they get up to. Stalin personally approved the list of thousands who would be rounded up and sent to the gulags. Barack Obama, too, claimed to personally approve his assassination list. And now Trump contracts the work of keeping 500,000 people on a sanctions list where they're cut off from travel, credit, and commerce.
Which brings us to the latest escalation of the trade war with China. Mr. Trump's main re-election selling point is the economy. People think it's doing well. And to maintain that illusion, Mr. Trump needs to put more fake money into the system. How? Another tax cut? There's no way that Nancy Pelosi's house is going to agree to another tax cut before the election. The Democrats want the economy to be sour in 2020, not robust. How about big infrastructure projects? Again, the Democrats will do nothing. Let me start this paragraph again. How about big infrastructure projects? Again, the Democrats will do nothing. Hold on, I got something wrong here. Let me start over on that one. Big infrastructure projects? Again, the Democrats will do nothing that will help the economy. Oh, I see. Sorry, try one more time on this one. Big infrastructure projects? Again, the Democrats will... (laughs) We'll try one more time. Big infrastructure projects? Again, the Democrats will do nothing to give the economy a boost before the election. They will hope to win in 2020 and then roll out their own boondoggles. How about rate cuts? Yes, rate cuts can put some silicone in the flagging, flagging, sagging flesh. Let's try that one too. Boy, I'm getting a charge. Let me start again this whole section. Big infrastructure projects? Again, the Democrats will do nothing to give the economy a boost before the election. They hope to win in 2020, and then they'll roll out their own boondoggles. How about rate cuts? Yes, rate cuts can put some silicone in the sagging flesh of an aging bull market. But member banks and speculators can already borrow at or near the inflation rate. A few basis points one way or another is not going to make any difference. Also, Jay Powell is beginning to show some backbone. Again, last week, the president blamed stock market volatility on the Fed. But Powell fired back that the trade war, Trump's trade war, was the real cause. So there'll be no tax cut, no big boondoggles, not even much help from the Fed. And what does that leave? It leaves the China trade war. Even if it was only meant to be a mock battle for the groundlings, Nobody seems to have told Mr. Z. He's taking it seriously. So, it seems, does Mr. Trump. Kaiser Wilhelm tried to call off the attack that began World War I. Robert E. Lee was opposed to the South's secession in the run-up to the war between the states. A third of the population of America during the... Okay, let's try that paragraph again. Kaiser Wilhelm II tried to call off the attack that began World War I. Robert E. Lee was opposed to the South's secession in the run-up to the war between the states. A third of the population of the American colonies was against the Revolution. But wars take on a life of their own, so we'll wait and see what happens. And herewith, at the end, in a P.S., we give a confession. We have an office in Beijing. And we've been ordered by the president to pack up and leave. What to do? Stay tuned. Thank you.